Support for IPR comes from Corridor Vein Center and Corridor Aesthetics, treatment for varicose veins and spider veins, also providing facial rejuvenation services and treatment for moderate to severe acne. More at Corridor Vein and Corridor Aesthetics.com. Wednesday, the 22nd of June, and this is Here First from IPR News. I'm Julie Englander. Federal health officials have recently given the go-ahead to vaccinate children ages six months to four years using either the Pfizer or Moderna COVID-19 vaccinations. Joel Waddell is a pediatric infectious disease specialist at Blank Children's Hospital in Des Moines. He's encouraging parents of young children to get them vaccinated as soon as possible. Waddell says even though it's unlikely young children will get seriously ill from the virus, COVID is now one of the top five causes of death in this age group. I've seen myself, many children, including children in this toddler age group, who've been hospitalized with heart inflammation from COVID itself, from a COVID infection. And we're still learning what that means for a lifetime. Waddell says he will be vaccinating his own young children as soon as the shot arrives in Iowa. He encourages parents with questions to reach out to their child's pediatrician. Governor Kim Reynolds recently signed a law that eliminates a test requirement for new teachers from Iowa colleges and universities. It's part of an effort to ease a statewide teacher shortage. The test requirement created hiring challenges for dual-language programs across the state. For some, it still does. IPR's Grant Gerlach has more. The Praxis test put bilingual teaching candidates at a disadvantage since it's only offered in English. The new law drops the test requirement for teachers from Iowa programs, but it's still required for teachers coming from other countries. Rebecca Gomez leads a Spanish immersion program at Pella Christian, where many of the teachers are native Spanish speakers from outside the U.S. Gomez says it's hard to find qualified candidates locally. There just aren't a lot of native speakers of Spanish in Iowa who have gone through an Iowa teacher prep program. She says the school's religious requirements also narrow the hiring pool. Gomez says taking and retaking the praxis can add months to the process of bringing in a new teacher on a visa. The U.S. Department or U- the U.S. Justice Department has filed a brief with the U.S. Supreme Court supporting farm groups in a challenge to a California animal confinement law. Under California's Proposition 12, farmers must meet certain housing standards for their hogs if they want to sell their pork there. Iowa Republican U.S. Senator Chuck Grassley commends the Biden administration for siding with the National Pork Producers Council and American Farm Bureau Federation in the case. California would like to ruin uh, pork production in in Iowa by not having Iowans able to sell to where 10 percent of the population in the United States is, and that's in California. So I compliment the administration for the position they've taken. The farm groups say out-of-state farmers would have to make costly changes to their operations to meet California's requirement. The high court hears the case this fall. Iowa deer hunters will be allowed to use semi-automatic weapons, including AR-15 rifles, to kill deer in more parts of the state during a newly created antlerless season in January under a bill signed by Governor Reynolds. Iowa lawmakers passed the bill in May, and it was signed by Reynolds on Friday. 
Advocates say the new law will help control the deer population and respond to complaints that excess deer eat corn and are hazardous to motorists. Iowa has had January deer hunting seasons in the past, but they were limited to few counties where the deer population was more of a problem. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Julie Englander. Can we heal the environment? In Kansas, we're working on it. Up From Dust is a podcast about how humans reshaped the world to fit urban landscapes and agricultural needs. We'll meet the people who are rolling up their sleeves to find more sustainable ways forward. Listen to Up From Dust from KCUR, part of the NPR Network. The Environmental Protection Agency outlawed new lead pipes in 1986. More than 30 years later, the Biden administration will spend billions removing the pipes. Iowa's expected to get $225 million. The problem is some water utilities don't know where they all are, and the Midwest has a lot of them. The Missouri Independent's Allison Kite reports for the Midwest Newsroom. In 2017, Trenton, Missouri officials were faced with a crisis. Lead had been seeping undetected into the residents' drinking water from their service lines, or pipes, for three years. Ron Erton is the city administrator and oversees Trenton's municipal water utility. It was kind of a, um, you know, a surprise for us because we, we everything was going good. Um, hadn't had any, you know, when we'd taken our lead test previously, everything had been fine. Lab results showed Trenton's water exceeded federal standards for lead, putting the city's children at risk for lead poisoning. The culprit? A chemical switch Trenton's municipal water utility made back in 2014. It added monochloramine to disinfect its water, replacing chlorine, which has some harmful byproducts. But monochloramine can corrode lead pipes, releasing the toxic metal into residents' water. That changed the water chemistry enough. It started to pull that lead out of the lines. Nobody told us that. That surge in contamination posed a public health concern. Lead is a neurotoxin that affects thousands of kids each year in the Midwest. It can cause ADHD and a loss of IQ points. Eric Olson is a senior strategic director for the Natural Resources Defense Council. Unfortunately, it's a lot like drinking your water from a lead straw because these pipes, they're about the thickness of a garden hose. Um, and they snake through your front yard. And if it's made out of lead, um, some of that lead is going to get into your drinking water. It's inevitable. Like many water utilities, Trenton doesn't know where all of its lead service lines are. The EPA outlawed new lead service lines in 1986, but except in rare cases, it did not require utilities to remove old ones or even track where they were. State governments have little information on where lead pipes remain. Limited surveys required under a 2018 law count 194,000 service lines, either made of or including lead, in Kansas, Iowa, Nebraska, and Missouri. But a study drawing from two American Water Works Association surveys estimates more like 747,000 pipes. The NRDC says those four states have some of the most lead service lines per capita. Well, I think a lot of people are flabbergasted that no one's even bothered to try to figure out how many lead service lines there are in their community. The EPA has never required a full inventory of lead service lines until now, according to Jeff Pinson with the Missouri Department of Natural Resources. Initial inventories are due in late 2024. Once we start doing this for at least, you know, maybe six to eight years, we'll have a lot better idea of, uh, you know, the, the amount of lead services that we do have in Missouri. 
Meanwhile, President Joe Biden's administration wants to remove the lead lines within the decade. States are waiting for guidance from the EPA on how utilities should conduct their inventories, which may include scouring old records, surveying homeowners, and as a last resort, digging up the pipes to check. Back in Trenton, City Administrator Ron Erton says the city will start by checking its old handwritten books and work orders for information on which houses may have lead pipes. He says the city never considered trying to locate them voluntarily before the EPA mandate. We have so much water main work we need to do we can't afford already that going and doing something extra wasn't even on the radar. After the city discovered its lead problem, it added corrosion controls in late 2018, and lead levels in the water came back down. For the Midwest Newsroom, I'm Allison Kite with the Missouri Independent. This reporting is part of an investigative project with the Missouri Independent and the Midwest Newsroom called Unleaded that examines lead poisoning in Midwestern children.